What's up, everybody? This is Phil Rogacki. And I'm Jared Abergina. You're listening to Two Tree Guys Podcast. Awesome. Well, you're on the Two Tree Guys Podcast. We're out here uh, with ho- guest host Eric Palacios, and uh, we're in Asheville, North Carolina at ArborFest. 2022 2022 here we go at arbor fest so get on here like the video share the video we have uh some great colleagues on the show right now um and we're gonna let them present themselves so joe let's start with you all right uh you kind of had me laughing so i'm gonna get regroup real quick you almost <laughs> forgot where you were at you had uh, to think about where you were at for yeah a second. I'm, I'm all over the place we we're just in massachusetts and i was like let me make sure you know uh, am I, I in the right state? Yeah, I think I've been to places where I'm like, hello, L.A., and we're like in Colorado Ooh, yeah. or something like that. Uh, <laughs> That's yeah, Joe effect. Aiken, yeah. A-I-K-E-N, uh, email uh, jaiken at arborjet.com. Uh, one of the senior tech managers at Arborjet and co-host of the Discovering Forestry podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And then we got uh, the, the real talent over here, uh, Corey. <laughs> To find the talent, you'd have to look directly through me to the next person. But my name is Corey Lofi, K-O-R-E-Y, L-O-F is in Frank Y. Email is K-L-O-F-Y at arborjet.com. And I'm the other half of the Discovering Forestry podcast, but I'm based out of Colorado. That's so. right. Well, yeah, I didn't tell you. I'm out of Detroit. Detroit. So it's, um, it's good to be here. It's very good to be here, not just here itself in, at ArborFest, but it's good to be here with you guys and to get a little bit of your story and uh, your background and, you know, not just in what you guys do for your regular job, but what you do as a, as a I don't know, did it start as a hobby or did it start off as like, I mean, was there an intention to like become famous and make money off of the podcast or? You know, the, the podcast is obviously uh, came later in our, our careers. You know, I started out uh, running a chainsaw on the family farm at 14 years old. So you think that's 42 years ago. Um, I've always loved chainsaws. I've always loved the industry. And it wasn't until um, I got out of the Marine Corps and took a job with a tree care company that I realized that people really did this for a living. <laughs> so that was uh, probably 89, 90 when I finally got in with a tree care company. And the only owners, uh, Steve and Paul, were certified arborists back in the day. And they directed me in a direction that this is a really a professional industry. And I didn't know that until that. And then I've been scratching at trying to learn as much as I can for 30-something years. And 30 just, w- just when you think you know something, you realize you don't really know a whole lot. 36 years in the industry. Uh, professionally. Yeah. 40. 40 something, you know. You know, when you're 14 years old and your uncle says, grab that chainsaw and cut that log mm-hmm. up, there wasn't much training. Yeah, but, like, but it was, I, I it was like you wanting it. to take credit for that, but that's just like giving, given that you had to do that. Like, that that wasn't work. Like, you know, no, like, I was like, oh, like, I get the chainsaw today? Yeah. So it's either that or carry the log. Yeah, so yeah, I got, yeah, uh, yeah. and that was, it was ever since then. Like I said, I love the smell, the, the industry. And through the years, I just evolved uh, more towards uh, the plant healthcare side, the science side. You know, I hated taking down trees that didn't need to come down and to learn how to protect them. Yeah. Uh, that started uh, after I got in with a professional tree care company. I was like, 
hey, is anybody going to spray trees today? And I'm like, yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it. Yeah. So off so, I so, went. So you, 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 you were a ground man at one point and you yeah. did some climbing and stuff like that too? Ground man. Uh, I was a climber. I was doing crane uh, removals. Uh, we're doing Damn energy Damn it, boy. That was back, man. We had a dinosaur crane. It was yeah. scary. But uh, this is all before, like, so you're talking 30, 35 years ago. People are like, I, I think even to this day, people are like, oh, crane work and knuckle boom work. It's like so new. It's like, no, it's not. Like, it's got to do like old school ass crane work forever. Whatever you know? we can like, do to make it easier. It was even, the minute that someone had a machine that they could use to remove a tree. Like it's been used for that. Anything to well. help. It's right? always Anything fighting to, to get back yeah. on the ground. You know, yeah. and then the older you get, you know, you don't bounce as well. You know, you I don't feel sorry at all for, I don't know. You were asking me about education the other day and like continuing education. It's like, I don't feel bad learning a skill that keeps me out of being the climber dude. Right. Right. Like but that's okay. lowering my chances of dying every day is okay with me. You know, and yeah. I still get guys that are like, Oh, well, you don't climb every day no more. I'm like, thank God, you know, I'm for, trying for not the to. opportunity and, and to and not to. That's kind of the ultimate goal, right? Right. Get yourself, get your career, educate yourself to get to a point where you don't have to put that wear and tear yeah. on your joints. Yeah. It's, See, now, Corey, you get, Corey's got a great story, too. Now. Corey's still young. He can, yeah. He's going to be working until he's 80 anyway. So. Yeah, that's probably. But, you know, you came up. Um, with a, a degree in forestry. You went the academic way. Yeah, tell us, Corey. Tell us about yourself. Sure. I, I think a lot of people in this industry kind of kind of trickle their way in. And there's there's yeah. no... I like to think about, you know, careers now being the, being the uh, millennial here at the table. I like to think about careers not necessarily linearly. You know, you can bounce from side to side, career to career. I always knew I wanted to be with trees. I started working at a nursery and greenhouse at 13 back in Wisconsin. I, I knew because there was just something about it. And my, my dad was a middle school science teacher and he kind of, when we had the biology and we talked about the trees and, and life and all that, it just kind of clicked. And I went, I, I studied a lot of, a lot of this, you know, FFA in high school, a couple of egg classes, and then went off to Wisconsin at Stevens point to pursue a couple of majors in forestry. I knew that I wanted to be in this. Really? Yes. Uh, and then I tried climbing, man. I, I was way better at finding excuses not to climb yeah. than actually climbing. Got, I get the rake. He was that oh, guy that always got the rake before man. like anything was on the ground, right? Well, he's got a degree. Oh. He's going to be the leader today. Like, oh. <laughs> no, as a, as, a, as a groundie, I took so much pride and I loved it. Man, I, I yeah. couldn't. You, you put me off, off the ground and, you know, my first, my first couple times climbing, I mean, we got the trees done. It wasn't pretty, but we got them done. But. Man, as soon as we got that, as soon as we got that uh, rear mount, seventy-five foot, man, oh my elbow hurts, my hips hurt. <laughs> man, I'll park that between your house, your neighbor's house, and the doghouse. I'm not climbing. <laughs> That's funny. We, I, you know, I remember my first when I finally got uh, hired in with a professional tree care company. I'm laughing to myself about my first tree care job on the, with this company. Yeah. So we had the guy. Uh, one of the senior arborists was uh, felling the tree. It was. It was a. Uh, we weren't climbing it. We had the room to flop it in the backyard. Oh, nice. So we had this guy, John Meller, that was working with us, and he got the nickname Kool-Aid. You remember the Kool-Aid guy that used to break <laughs> the, through the wall? The Kool-Aid oh, man, yeah. yeah. Well, oh, yeah. our company colors were red with black Carhartt pants. So he was kind of built like Kool-Aid. Yeah. He was a big dude. Yeah. So we were, him and I are on the tagline. So we put a rope in it to kind of guide it, you know, put a tagline in it. And Eric's nodding. It's coming over. 
Well, Izzar's coming over, and John Kool-Aid Meller ran me over, trampled me into the dirt because <laughs> he thought the tree was going to hit us. Wow. So he knocked me down, pushed me in the dirt, ran over top of me, and got out of the way. You like, die! It was like, I'm like, dude, what the hell are you doing? He goes, well, I didn't want it to hit me. <laughs> so this is my first day in professional arbor culture. They're like, company. oh, this is what it, this, this is going to be like. All right. This is what it's going to be like. Welcome to the industry. <laughs> Welcome to the industry. And I, you know what the funny thing is? I stayed. Yeah, that's yeah. funny, right? But but we all stay, right? I yeah. mean, some some people get out, but we stay and it kind of changes. And you learn more and you educate more. And, and coming to events like this and, and talking to other podcasters, you just you learn so much. It's hard yeah. not to be engaged. It's no. a, you're always like a sponge, I guess. You have to be, you know? I, I mean, I think and even the older they get, the more that you need to be like that, you know? Because I see these old dudes that are like just stuck in their ways, you know? And like the guys that taught me, you know? Uh, they're like, oh, no, this is what it is, and this is what it is. I'm like, I'm pretty sure it's not. Like, there's advancements coming in, and, like, we used to use, we used to turn the fucking TV with a knob. Like, now there's a remote, you know? Like, I, me and you grew up through some of that, right. you know? I mean, right. I'm kind of a millennial, but, like, I don't like calling myself a millennial because I'm really not. But you don't remember tinfoil on the antenna, do you? I had to put that on there so it could work, you know? So, I you mean, know, there's an evolution. There's yeah. an evolution in all industries. And I still think that in arboriculture, urban forestry, forestry, there's still a lot of discovery out there. Yeah. Yes. Ways to be safer. Uh, ways to, you know, just to do it that much better. Yeah. It, be uh, more efficient on your body. Be more efficient la labor savings. Yeah, you'll, you'll, you'll last longer. You'll right? keep doing yes. it longer. Like, yes. Well, simple things like the Haas. Yeah. Uh, yeah. SRS. Proto senders, um, you know, knee senders. Just yeah, like, it's all easier on the, the way body. The, the way the, the saddles are built now, it's like, come on. Yeah. yeah, you know, you didn't do it the way I did it back in the day. Had a double, no. double bowling on a bite with a hemp rope. <laughs> oh my gosh! No, I was. I'm not that old. <laughs> Does it sound good though. Yeah. So yeah. we have someone like you that kind of just got into the industry because of life or your lifestyle, like you love. And then we have someone like Corey that you know he. You know, he was groomed into it as a baby, you know, That's right. and, and, and yeah. he just grew up with like knowing like I, I want to be in the, in the in the forestry service. I, I want to be part of this. I want to be, you know, and, and the beauty of connecting that, like you were saying, Corey, it's like we kind of trickle in here from like different industries. I feel that also side stuff that we've done before we became tree right. uh, experts or tree guys or whatever. Um, it prepares you for it. Like, you guys have had me on the podcast. I told you a little bit about it. And it's like, oh, I was uh, worked on motorcycles. And I, I, I worked in the fields, like, with machinery that picked the fruit and, like, tractors and, you know, worked on that. And then as a general foreman, you know, and I worked as a climber. I worked as something like that. And then I ran the cruise, you know, and I learned about, like, fixing old shit, old equipment, you and know. It's all connected and you're better for it. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. that's that's how we're going to move It prepares you. It, yes. it prepares you to get there. And, um, you know, now we can share, like, experiences better. Like, you guys are great experts at the plant healthcare uh, side of things because of that, you know. Yeah, yeah we, 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 we took a path. Yeah. Because of, a, I think it was more of a, a heartfelt passion. Uh, a why did this tree die? Yeah. And uh, one thing that I'm doing really good right now is that that tree has to come down is reutilizing urban timber. Mm -hmm. So even if that tree, which is a living organism, has to come down, 
um, what do we do with it when you're done? So I got a portable sawmill and yeah. I think my next, my next big uh, endeavor is going to be blacksmithing. Because I'm thinking if we use the portable sawmill, oh, yeah. rustic timber, a little bit of blacksmithing. Yeah. And then maybe I'll start making my own white oak barrels, and then I'll start distilling spirits <laughs> to put in the trees that I have to come down. Hey, I, I'll help. Do you need any investors? Are you taking investors? I think it would be good. I think it would be a good idea. I'll be a taste tester. But, yeah, but it's yeah. all connected. Like a master, what do they call it? Master, master distiller. Yeah, yeah it is. I, I, Master sampler. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Right, oh my God, I did get the first bottle. I've been more than happy. <laughs> so, you know, in in in, in that, t tell us a little bit about how, how you guys got into um, the, the doing the podcast. You know, sure, Joe. Yeah. Um, Start us off, Joe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, it was. I've always wanted to do something, and I think what happened when uh, the pandemic hit, COVID, uh, people were starting to stay home. Uh, we <laughs> we wanted to. Um, wanted to find a way to connect. And if you look at, there was a lot more podcasts coming out. There's a lot more social. You think about the Zoom platform. Um, I got a lot of respect for Corey uh, in the industry. And we were just talking one day and uh, we had Kara, who's our producer. Were you already working with Arborjet at this point? Yeah, yeah. So I've been working with them for about a year. Yeah. So we're like, and then I think what I'm a, I'm a idea guy. So I got the idea and I pitched to Corey and Corey's like, oh shit, yeah, yeah. The next thing I know, we're doing it. I'm like, well, I guess we're doing it. It, it, it. Hitting the record button and like Joe was saying, I mean, this pandemic that we're, we're in or through or whatever, everybody's processing it different. Yeah. But we have so many great resources. I mean, you were a guest on our on our podcast. We've had. Yeah, thanks for having me on there. Oh, you did great. We we've had we've easy had, easy. You did okay. Yeah, you did okay. <laughs> yeah. But we we've had dozens of industry professionals, and everybody has some valuable insight. You can yeah. learn something from everybody if you just listen long enough and, and really have that intention. And, and I think that um, you guys, this was something that I, I know you had this intention of sharing people's. Um, experiencing the industry because this is, you know, and we'll get into it some, somehow, but you, you also do like a museum, right? Yeah. Uh, Michigan ISA, um, I was on the board of directors. Okay. And a lot of the, a lot of the local chapters are starting with an, uh, of a foundation. Yeah. And the foundation is designed to, uh, to be able to access uh, different funds to support the industry. Yeah. So we started the Arbor Culture Society of Michigan Foundation which supports our museum, which is the historical arboriculture historical museum. Yeah, society. and this was something that you you wanted to share, first of all, with us, like tree nerds or tree guys, you know, like all the old shit that was out there and how how arboriculture, like from forestry, from logging, kind of morphed into uh, urban arboriculture. It's all to, connected. You know, and, and you have all these tools and all this setup. So uh, you wanted to connect that also with experiences from people like Lindsay Purcell or like Jake, you know, yeah. like people that I like that I follow that, you know, I sat there and like listened to their podcast when they were on your show, you know? So being able to connect like the history of arboriculture and then putting together podcasts that connect experiences or, you know, just knowledge. I, I mean, like, I can't thank you enough, both of you for like creating that because, you know, a that's where you get a lot of the knowledge. Like it's like books are great. Um, you know, courses, classes, seminars, everything we do is great. You know, but it's, it's I think but it's right. like the caveman style, like way of communicating, like 
writing on the wall, sharing stories around the campfire, knowledge. This is how I did the wheel or whatever, well, you know? Well, think of how Arbor Culture in 1900. Yeah. Uh, when John Davey wrote the book, uh, The Tree Doctor, they, there was, they used uh, meat cleavers and chisels. They didn't even have saws for the industry yet. Wow. So the term butchering a tree comes back to that period <laughs> because you were using a meat cleaver. <laughs> I didn't know that. Uh, wow, really? So you butchered the tree. Wow. And we still use that term today, don't butcher it. it. It's, I guess it's technically correct because if you butchered anything, it'd be a biological animal and the tree is a biological It's a living species. thing. So, it's a living yes. so, so you butchered it. Fuck, they're probably yelling while we're cutting their limbs, right? Like, ah, no! <laughs> Getting tortured. You're probably thanking a lot of people for removing those hazardous limbs okay, or disease there you go. limbs. There you go. Oh, it, yeah. Thank you for putting it <laughs> like that. Good. You know, we're we're helping the tree as if it had uh, a cancer or if we had to remove uh, a cystic fiber. Yeah, you know, well, something I, like that. Well, decay. Yeah, that that's how I explain to my customers, and I get a lot of that from the work that you guys do because it's like I'm a tree doctor. I'm like, can you come give me an estimate? Like, I'll give you a consultation. Yeah, you know, it's like. Oh, is it free? Like, I don't know. Does your doctor do it for free? Like, I mean, I'm just trying to educate you as a homeowner. If you, you know? want a price for, for this, I'll give you a price for this. But if you want to yeah. talk to me for a half hour, yeah. I'm going to have to charge you. Yeah, yeah. You, you go to a mechanic. They don't just look at your car. Yeah, come on. Come it's going to take me a little bit of time right. to diagnose, find out. With that said, with what you guys had going on and like you're saying uh, back in the day, who who is someone that inspires you both like to do what you do or to, or to like get into this or that, that you had to look up to someone, right? That say, Oh, like, or, or yeah, you wanted to save trees in general, maybe, or you like trees and you got into it with trees, but there had to be that one mentor. Maybe when you got into it or maybe as you were getting into it, you know, or yeah, maybe I, while I, you were there that said, Oh, right. I'm really sticking through the, with this. Yeah, I, um, I'll go back to, I talked about Alpine tree care. My first professional um, company I went to uh, Steve Podgewitt, uh, and Paul Schaefer were the owners. And that's where I learned uh, more than just using a chainsaw to cut wood up. That's where I learned what arbor culture was. And they were very adamant. Uh, and then a few la years later, I went to Chaz F. Irish and worked for Chuck Irish, whose grandfather was the founder of one of the, uh, the IAA or the, the ISA. So yeah. these companies were mentors of mine. And then once Which I got the, into like the shade industry association yeah, at first when it started. And, yeah. Wow. And then, uh, then I, <laughs> Corey's like, wow, <laughs> I've read about you're that. old. <laughs> yeah. So I worked for that company, uh, got I've a read lot of history that. in there. And then, uh, working with ArborJet for 20 years, uh, I think we'd say Paul Schwartz, who was the campus arborist who recently retired from Michigan state university was kind of a mentor. You know, he looked at campus as a municipality and every tree had a purpose. And they, the way he managed the university and how beautiful the, the trees on the university is was just amazing. And so I had a lot of, I was very fortunate to spend a lot of time working on campus with him on certain endeavors. So. University of Michigan? Michigan State University. Michigan State? <laughs> yeah. Get it right. Whoops. Hey, 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 yeah. hey, hey. <laughs> green and white. Go green. Go white. There yep. we go. <laughs> Let me make sure I get the right notes for Phil and I don't get like lash from like Michigan State. You know, uh, I'm gonna, I'm well, Michigan gonna... State's one of the original land grant colleges, and that was part of their that's part of their duty is to uh, maintain education on um, plant health care. They have um, a, an extension obligation to the state of Michigan to help us out to figure out what's going on. Hmm. Corey, what about you? Uh, 
tell us who who is kind of instrumental. I, I know I know Joe's like your dad almost. And I know he's been a big mentor. He's probably showed you a lot of nasty tricks and stuff like that. That well, don't do bad words and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, that yeah. You shouldn't know. Uh, I've I've had the benefit of of working with and collaborating with a lot of industry professionals, mm-hmm. and I don't know if there's just one person. I went to Wisconsin at right. Stevens Point for college, so I, I had a, a really good group of professors and advisors there. But, but since leaving university and, and working for a number of different companies that I have, it, something I'm realizing is everybody's got something they can give you. Everybody's yeah. got a hidden nugget. But I, I think right now what, what I'm getting the most out of is when I'm talking to a business owner and they show me something new or a different, maybe, maybe not new, but a different way of looking at things. So there was a gentleman who was actually talking to us on the show floor a, a little bit ago, and he was talking about how you really need to have a social media presence. And this is how he promotes his brand. And I, I really do think the future of our industry is these smaller boutique companies that have less overhead, but can market themselves and position themselves better. So, so, and that's probably going to change. If you find me in you know five, six years and ask, hey, who's in, instrumental now? I'm, I'm sure that's going to change. It's, it's whoever's at the forefront, pushing, pushing the boundary, but doing the right thing. You know, that, that's what it's all about. Doing the right. Oh, it's a super do, do, political do you know when answer I, when I, to this. When I listen like, to Corey is he talk. your PR? No, I listen uh, to Corey talk. For and he, God, too. he makes me look good. He's just so yeah. articulated, very well spoken. And you're like, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. Are that's you sure great. you didn't? Were you, were you like ever like in politics or like leaning towards like political science when you were in at the college or at the university? I, I, I'm either too smart or not smart enough for that. <laughs> Probably not smart it, it, enough for that. It, it's yeah. like one of my buddies says about me, he's like, either you know your shit or you're full of shit. Like, there's no well, in between. depends on what day. Full of bullshit. You yeah. know, like, <laughs> or the topic. I mean, and we talk about this all the time on our podcast, is there's so many different perspectives. I mean, you can learn from every single vendor that's here and every single climber and ground tech. I'm sure somebody's doing something different. There's a different knot. Joe, we were talking about at climbing competitions, how you learn, you'll oh. learn a new way to tie into the tree. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, yeah, it's I, amazing. And I think that's why it doesn't get old for us. Cause we keep learning. We keep coming yeah. to stuff like this. Yeah, I found out Yeah, after 30 something years, I was tying the bowling wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Your tail was on the inside. It was a, yeah, it was a, it was a cowboy bowling. And they're yeah. like, no, that's why you can't do Yosemite tie off. And I'm like, oh, 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 hey, well, I'm still here. So it must've yeah. held. <laughs> yeah. It holds. It just runs a little bit, they claim, but hey. Well, again, evolution, different type of cordage. Everything's different. Wow. You can't just grab a three-strand rope anymore and well, have everything bind. And I, I, the first knot I learned was the Blake's hitch. Yeah. And But now, you know, and then I learned on the VT. And now it's all mechanical. We're talking about that. That's not all mechanical. Yeah, not all mechanical. But, but, but you know, it's an expression it's, joke. Come on. I know. There's another. <laughs> there's Well, but more, more guys are going to mechanical. Um, friction hitches because of the consistency. Right. Um, what is what is like advice you would give to someone that wants to get into this industry, into your industry? And, and, and again, big shout out to ArborJet, the company that you guys work for and um, everything you guys do for the industry and how you've innovated and all that good stuff. Um, the first thing is just to get in the industry. The industry is actually hurting for people right now. Oh. Get into the industry. Uh, Corey and I on our, one of our uh, recent podcasts, we talked about getting involved with the industry. Um, so maybe you're in the industry for a couple of years now and you're, you know what's next? Get involved. Check out your local ISA chapter. Um, mentor a new guy. Uh, 
learn yourself. Would you say like I, I don't think we do a good job promote, promoting our industry, right? Like like we could do better. We can do better. Yeah. Um and, and also in in just knowing like what there is out there for you. Like I tell a lot of young uh, kids that I see that were like me in high school, they were kind of like, I don't want to do this. I want to kind of be a little bum and travel the world. Like, dude, like there's so much you can do in the industry. Like, people seem to think that you're going to be a fucking landscaper, for God's sakes. Not that there's anything wrong with landscaping and landscapers. Yeah, I might want to scoot away. You keep talking like that. Might be one of you. Know, yeah. But, but, but people seem to think that all we're going to go do is go cut grass for because yeah, we're of a we're of a lower socioeconomic cultural or country and, and, and so like i think it's good to promote to like younger kids like hey like look at what we do like like look at what these guys do like you guys travel to shows like you're able to you know help the environment you know and you help the companies like a lot of stuff that i do like training and we need people to speak spanish that can translate for instructors like things yeah. like that like i mean there's so much cool stuff now look at the cranes right here we got NJ Crane Experts right across is like knuckle booms. Like it's like running a video game. Like, do you we agree talking, with that? Ugh. We were just talking to Hans. You know, we're coming up with a scientific study. I think I was telling you about it. Maybe Corey and I, we might even do it this evening. We're gonna take, we're gonna take a shot every half hour and then operate the crane in the, the simulator and see how many shots it takes before someone drops something. But that's, yeah. <laughs> that's what that's it takes perfect. to research and development. Yeah. Yes. But yeah. it's all for R&D. You know? yeah. yeah, absolutely. Someone's got to do it. Yeah, so we're going to see how many it takes to drop <laughs> to drop a log on something. No, that's true. And, you, you know, we, we talk about what's the what's the lasting impact that we want to have. And I think right now with, with the talent pool in our industry, some of the advice that I think Joe and I would give, yeah, have fun with it, become passionate about it. I would say never stop learning. But but one of the bigger issues that I, I see in this industry or potential, some potential for this industry is be humble. Just recognize that there's more than one way to do things and things are always progressing normally for the better. So go out there, don't be afraid to make mistakes as long as it doesn't cost you a limb or life and just learn and have fun with it. Yeah. So be humble and take in industry evolution. That's it, baby. Yeah. yeah. I got to yeah. summarize things pretty good for Phil because I want him to keep having me on here as a guest host. But no, it's it, no, I just just in my mind thinking like what that would sound like, you know, and, yeah. and and I think that that's great. Like be humble and take in the industry evolution, you know, yeah. like if you're starting off as a groundman. Don't be like, well, my uncle said that he did it like, like be right. the best damn groundman you can be. be the, yeah, have pride you have in to it. stay on top of that, man. That's the guy. What else can I do, Dude. man? You need some gas. And I saw. was really like that coming up in the industry. And my father, that, that's just something you get, uh, you know, as a kid. And, and my father always ducted that in us. It's like, by golly, if you're going to be the janitor, you better be the best darn janitor there is. Yeah, and, be the cleanest toilet no yeah it, yeah, it leads you places yes. man yes. like yes. I, I i can't i have some skill but most of my good luck and work has been being at the right place at the right time being the guy that can say yes and do what others weren't willing to do and then clean toilets right like something well, like that luck is it. luck is where preparation and opportunity and your outlook all mm. come together yeah i'm a firm believer like this guy wasn't well here can you do it are you certified? Yeah. Right. Well, you weren't our first choice, but you're gonna be our second choice today. <laughs> and and I've never had an issue with that, Joe. You know, you, you I I, I, I don't know if it's being a little humble. I, I tried to be, you know, but I don't know if it's that. But 
you know, I was like Corey said, I've, I've been prepared for those times because I knew there was going to be some time someone was going to give me a chance. And and my father always said, like, watch how someone's doing it. Even if they're not teaching you, they're already teaching you by showing you how it's done. So learn watching, understanding what you're watching and asking questions, learning like that. The day they ask you, like, all right, it's your turn. You want to grab it? You want to try? Like, at least you don't look like a dumbass. And, like, yes. you have a big understanding Earn of the opportunity to take yeah. the next step. I like it. Wow. So who are you guys having on the podcast next? We've got a list. We have a waiting list now, probably. Yeah, you know what? Oh, my God. You guys yeah. are so... No. One thing that I, we were very impressed Bougie with now. is uh, <laughs> the first aid kit company. What's the... Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll have them on. Having... You know, we talk about the dangers, and as no matter how safe you are in this industry, you're always putting yourself at risk. Yeah. But um, the guys at the show today, uh, the first aid kit company, I, I don't think I've ever seen them display at a trade show before oh, wow. in that extent. Mm -hmm. Now, safety is paramount in this industry because, again, we're, we put ourselves at risk daily, even though we're doing the best that we possibly can. Yeah. But being prepared for something that will happen one day. How do you handle that? What's in the truck? Where's your first aid kit? Yep. Do you know how to use it? Do you know how to use it? Yeah, yeah. you open up a box, you're like, oh, shit. So is that who's next right now on the podcast? Yeah, they're one of the lines, yeah. Yeah, Hans at NJ Crane, he's he's already on. We, we recorded it. It'll probably drop Monday. Monday? Probably drop Monday. But Dropping hot! Dropping hot! <laughs> Coming uh, yeah. Tune in to uh, Discovering Forestry on... Uh, Spotify and what else? Where is Apple, this? Apple, Audible. Holy fuck! You guys are like insta famous. Like I, 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 I didn't know it was on all of those uh, uh, platforms. But yeah, awesome. Yeah, tune in. Um, yeah, Hans was telling me he had a great time. You know, um, he gave you guys a big shout out. You know, and and it's it's great. So Hans coming up. We got first aid um, experts coming up. PhD, R and D. We'll have it all. Oh my god! And we'd yeah. love to collaborate more with y'all here moving forward in the future as well. Yeah. Can, yeah, can I be on there again at some point? Of course. How awesome. else are people going to get a nap in? Okay, yeah, <laughs> so, someone's yeah. going to put them to sleep. Yeah, I, but, uh, I, I'll take whatever I'm good for, Corey. Uh, thank you so much for having <laughs> yeah, us. Thank this you guys at two, uh, two guys That's podcast awesome. for having us on. Hey, thanks to thanks to, to two tree guys um, podcast for allowing me to co-host and having you guys on. Th thanks so much I got, to ArborJet. Real quick, yeah. Who are the two tree guys? It's usually me and the other guy that we're interviewing, or Phil oh, and the I other guy, was like or really Phil. Two tree guys. Phil. Phil and Jared are the original two tree guys. Okay, all right. I didn't. Yeah. I knew that because I, I downloaded and subscribed to this podcast. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So <laughs> download and subscribe. Yeah. Two <laughs> tree guys podcast. We're at Arborfest, Arborjet. Thank you for allowing to allowing us to pull these guys away from the booth for a little bit. Big shout out to Arborjet and other awesome products on healthcare. And uh, guys. It's been a blast. Thank you for being on here. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Buena suerte. Gracias. Uh, to Three Guys Podcast, we're going to continue here at Arborfest. Stay tuned. We're going to have a few more guests on here coming up next.